Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. And good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. It's the end of the week. And you know what that means here on Political Coffee. It means you. You have control of the show. Well, sort of. (laughs) It means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. A quick heads up. We finally got a hold of Jason Dudash of the Freedom Foundation. We're going to talk to him at the bottom of the hour. So if you want to call and talk today... You better do it now. Right now. Um, the Oregon Republican Party is appalled and offended at Jamie McLeod Skinner's comment. And, and Jamie McLeod Skinner did the right thing and apologized. Sort of. You see, Jamie McLeod Skinner said... I am quite stunned tonight to hear the whitewashing code word racist. Those are my words. The whitewashing of a record, track record of my opponent. And Republican Lori Chavez, Dreamer, who is of Hispanic descent, by the way. I take offense to the whitewashing terminology, she said, considering I am Hispanic, but I'll let that one slide. And I find it really unfortunate that you used that. Oregon Republican Party Chairman Justin Huang called the statement racially, uh, this is the one by McLeod Skinner, racially offensive and reckless. He is Korean. Now, isn't this the chickens coming home to roost? to the left, to the Democrats, who seek to constantly divide us by any way, especially when it comes to our ethnicities. I got kind of a smile on my face when I read this, because that's exactly what it is. The chicken's coming home to roost is what happens when you make race or other things the centerpiece of your um, thoughts, your political attacks. Now, I, you know, Betsy got bit by this. It's too bad. Betsy got bit by Planned Parenthood. Because the political arm of Planned Parenthood took her on. Channel 8's got a big story about it. Because Betsy said in the gubernatorial debate in Bend that, hey, they didn't ask her 
they wouldn't let her participate in the um, the endorsement process. They came back and said, no, that's not true. She lied. The problem is, is that Betsy's right. Because Planned Parenthood never contacted Betsy after Betsy, after the primaries. Because Betsy wasn't a candidate until after the primaries, according to Oregon law. But the problem is, again, you grab a snake by the tail, sooner or later, that snake, Planned Parenthood, is going to turn around and bite you. Because that's what snakes do. Speaking of... um, Unintended consequences, because I'm sure that was an unintended consequence. Ooh, look at that. Republicans up by only 10 points in Wisconsin. Republicans over Democrats. Anyway, um, speaking of unintended consequences, did you see the story in Oregon Catalyst about Portland rents are up 46%? What? I thought we had a rent control law. Yeah, we did. We did have a rent control law. It went into effect. And landlords raised prices prior to it to the maximum they could do. So much for unintended consequences. By the way, did you see um, CPAC's rating of Christine Drazen in 2021? Last year she served. Only 69%. Ouch. Why would that be? Uh, uh, And they list the bills, by the way. Because she's a moderate, rhino, establishment, anti-Trump Republican. That's why. 69%. Now, if you were graded on a, you know, I don't know. uh, Zero to 100 69% 69% is not, not very good. Isn't that kind of like a DE if you're in school? Yeah, it kind of is. A great story in the Northwest Observer. It's Mike Nierman's publication. Whom I might remind you all, Christine Drazen threw under the bus and kicked out of the legislature. She led the charge for something they didn't deserve, being the first legislator ever to be kicked out of the legislature. Mike has written a piece in the Northwest Observer, and he sent it to me. This is important, because this is gonna, (laughs) believe me, this is gonna impact you. If you think that you have trouble with, you know, going to your doctor and getting your health insurance to pay for things. You ain't seen nothing yet because the former director of the Oregon Health Authority, Dr. Bruce Goldberg, who who was a guy I sort of respected because occasionally he would come clean with the truth. Not often enough, but at any rate, um, there's a task force, a joint task force on universal health care. And they released their report. 
Now, this task force was chaired by Dr. Bruce Goldberg, who was directing the failed Cover Oregon effort. It was a 225-page report, and guess what it says? It says, well, the goal is to establish the first state single-payer system in the country. And it ain't good, folks. Yes, oh, they're going to establish a governance board next year to implement the plan in 2026-2027. What, what this means is your private insurance doesn't quite go away, but almost. It says that insurers will have a more limited role than in the current system, offering extra ins this is the medicare model folks and guess who's going to serve as the main administrator of health care benefits in oregon a new government entity now if you like how medicare works if you like how Medicaid works, if you ever wonder why most Canadian doctors come to America for elective surgery, <laughs> it's because they have a single payer health insurance program. Medicare for all is going to be their cry. It ain't going to be good, folks. That I can assure you. It ain't going to be good. Um, there are other stories. Uh, Gateway Pundit has a story about Republican Christine Drazen maintains strong poll numbers in the Oregon's governor's race. It's now leading. Yeah, by <laughs> one percentage point, which really isn't. I mean, it says, says something. The question is, um... Who's voting for Christie? I want to see the cross tabs. I ask a polling expert who's a friend of mine that I do polling with and I absolutely trust. I, you know, I'm asking him to look into who is it, as you can tell by their voter registration you know who they are as voter registration when you uh, when you call them who is it that's voting for Christine is it a bunch of I mean is it mostly Republicans is it a bunch of Democrats who is it I want to know I really do oh and there's an interesting comparison piece about Christine Drazen's voting record versus Betsy. It is Freedom Friday. It means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about. 503-589-1220. That's the power of Buick GMC talk line. I will share with you little bits from this voter comparison. Dale writes me a text message. But, but, but. Regarding Drazen. Because she's Kotex flunky. This is the fact that 
the law enforcement candidate is not Christine, even though it's on her shiny new mailers. She supports cops. Everybody thinks she does. I told you the story about my Republican buddy who stopped by yesterday <laughs> or two days ago. Didn't realize that Christine had voted for all six of Tina Kotek's bad anti-cop bills. Because she's Kotek's flunky, Dale writes. How about Fauci? Fauci only got $5 million richer during COVID. Now, how can that be? Well, because absolute corruption, absolute power breeds absolute corruption. See that with the Democrats and we see it with Anthony Fauci. Somehow he's managed to game the system and he makes a lot of money in the process. 503-589-1220 is that power Buick GMC talk line at the bottom of the hour. We have Jason Dudash the Freedom Foundation, to talk about the stunning court rulings by the Ninth Circus Court of Appeals against them, against what the Court of Appeals acknowledges is violation of the law. Because apparently the law doesn't mean anything. The actual letter of the law means nothing to the Ninth Circus Court of Appeals. They just say, well, you know, if the union says it's okay, then it's okay. Hmm. We'll talk all about that in a moment. Your phone calls. It's Freedom Friday. What you want to talk about. 503-589-1220. Back in a moment. Come on and sing my song. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. It's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about whatever you want to talk about politically today. 503-589-1220. That's the power of Buick GMC Talk Line, 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or jeffaslm.news. Got an uh, email from Matt about fuel prices. Hey, Jeff, do you know what's going on with fuel prices? They have gone up a lot in just one week. I don't understand what's going on now. After the slow decline, I figured fuel prices were dropping because of the election, you know. It's like we never can catch a break in Oregon. Yes, there's an Oregon catalyst, actually Oregon watchdog story about that. And it is um, basically we saw, this is a coin six, we saw the largest price spike anywhere in America at five gallons, up 59 cents in one week. Why? Well, gas, buddy, says it's because of a AAA and gas, buddy, says it's because of refinery disruptions caused by routine maintenance, by fires at refineries, and tropical storm Ian. We now are third highest gas prices in the nation, 
just slightly behind California and Nevada. There you go. A quick uh, Christina Mollymon update, and then I'll get to our caller. Caller, hang on a second. Christina Mollymon and her mother were arrested on January 6th. In the evening after the riot was over, they were never at the riot all day long. They went across the street from their hotel room with five other people to pray, and they got arrested. They dropped the charges against her mother. They decided to keep the charges against Christina, except yesterday they dropped the curfew violation. Now they're charging her with unlawful entry. Until what? She was never in the Capitol building. Oh, it's that imaginary line around the Capitol grounds. Yes. They're going to, they are determined to prosecute Christina, probably because she is a adamant, was, and still is, an adamant Trump person. She probably organized everybody and said, let's go across the, because that's what she does. She's a real prayer. Anyway, um, trial begins Monday. Uh, there were no signs posted. They had no idea that they were, quote unquote, in a protected area. And yet they're going to take her to trial over this. They are determined. This is evil, folks. This is why we have to stand against it. To the phones, we'll start with our first of three callers. Caller, good morning. What's on your mind on Freedom Friday? Good morning, Jeff. A very, good morning, Art. A very important House District, Oregon race. Check out the article in the Statesman Journal. Uh, redistricting. Raquel Moore Green is running for Senate position. Senate, isn't she? Yeah. Y yes, she is. Yeah. Uh, but T.J. Sullivan is running for 19. He's our candidate. And through redistricting, there's a three or four Democrat leaning. Uh, we got to take control of the House. Uh, and so it's very important for anybody who's listening, especially in South Salem, because that's where District 19 is, is to support, do whatever you can to get TJ elected. He's a wonderful young man. I've known him a long time. Very, I mean, he served our area well. Uh, just so you know, uh, <laughs> Ron Wyden and Merkley are endorsing the Democrat, of course, and that's all of you need course. to know. Do so whatever quick, you can. Quick question, but before I, I, I let you go, because I've got two other callers here i got to get to before the bottom of the hour. Quickly, does, does this candidate you're talking to have a website people can go to? I'm pretty sure he does. I haven't seen it. Okay, what, what's his name again? Everything. Huh? What's his name again? T.J. Sullivan. Sullivan. T.J. Yeah. Sullivan. And it's House District 19? That's correct, Jeff. We Mark, got a thank you. I, I really appreciate it. T.J. Sullivan, check him out. House District 19. Art, thanks for the heads up on that. Let's thanks. go to our next caller. Um, caller, good morning. Who are you and what's on your mind on Freedom Friday? Uh, good morning, Jeff. Fred Thompson. 
Hi, Freddie. Hey, uh, I have a an issue with Bill Post. Posted something on uh, Facebook the other day that said that anybody who voted for Bessie Johnson is a traitor to the state, to the Republican Party, and to the country. Well, look, I'm a, I happen to be a combat veteran, and anybody calls me a traitor or whoever I want to vote for is uh, really gets under my skin. And I've got a message from the uh, president of the uh, Combat Veteran Motorcycle Club who would like to meet with Mr. Bill Post with about 50 other motorcycle combat veterans, and they want to hear him tell them that they're traitors to this country. He's this guy, Bill, Bill Post, lives in Fall in the And he thinks that he knows everything about Oregon. And I'll tell you what, when he, when he called a, a veteran, a traitor to this country, veterans, veterans are the ones that have the greatest right to vote for anybody they want. Has this uh, veterans group asked to meet with Bill? They, they want to be too bad they did. I don't know where this weasel hides at, but uh, we, need to, we need to find him and uh, get the guys there. Thank you, Freddie. Call or hang on or call back at uh, 10 minutes till. Back in a moment. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. Great to have you with us 24 minutes before the top of the hour. It's Freedom Friday. That means you can call and talk about anything you want to talk about politically today. On the line, we have Jason Dudash. He's the executive director of Freedom, Oregon Freedom Foundation. Uh, Jason, welcome. Great to have you back. Thanks, Jeff. Always a pleasure to be with you. So uh, the Ninth Circus Court of Appeals uh, ruled against you guys in your uh, lawsuits. What on earth are they thinking? Well, I think you're exactly correct in, in your depiction of them as the circus. Um, what we have here, Jeff, is essentially the Ninth Circuit uh, rubber-stamping state-sanctioned fraud. Um, in doing so, they have basically provided a roadmap for government unions to get around Janus. Um, as you and your listeners know, the Janus decision uh, affirmed government employees' constitutional rights uh, to opt out of government unions. And since uh, that decision, and thanks to our work in Oregon, we've helped over 24,000 public employees leave their union. Uh, the union in uh, question here, the defendant in these cases, SEIU 503, we've helped more than 40% of their union members opt out, which means they are missing out on millions of dollars in revenue every year. And with the precedent set by these decisions, do you know what would be a really quick way for them to get back up to 100% membership? Just sign everybody <laughs> back up. Just forge everyone's signature again because wow. the court has just signaled that you cannot and will not be held accountable. That's just stunning to me. I, I mean, 
to to say, I mean, they even, according to the press release you guys sent out, they even admitted, the court did, at least in one case, that the union violated the law. And apparently that's okay with them. So this is a little nuanced, and I'll try not to get uh, too legalese um, for your audience, (laughs) but you're correct, where uh, the court has agreed that these documents are forged. Um, but they are relying on another terrible decision that they made, uh, another precedent that the Ninth Circuit set uh, called Belgao. Um, and in that case, uh, what the court said was that in order to be held liable under the First Amendment um, or any part of the Constitution, you have to be a state actor. And in that case, they decided that unions are private entities. So even in this scenario where we have several employees, and remember, these decisions um, are in two of our forgery cases. The Freedom Foundation is involved in 16 on the West Coast. Um, That seems like a bit more than an accident to me. Um, We are actively investigating three more here in the state of Oregon. This is a recurring issue. Um, So despite all of that, um, the court has found a way to, to really read between the lines here and argue that, yes, the documents are forged. Yes, there was an unlawful taking, but neither the state nor the union can currently be held responsible under current state law. That just blows my mind. Now, it also, though, doesn't shouldn't surprise us, right, that, you know, federal courts like to kick things back to the state as much as possible, right? Yes, but I I think it's probably a little bit different uh, than what's going on here. And, you know, I think it's decisions like this, it's decisions like the Belgao decision um, that make the Ninth Circuit Court the most overturned circuit court in the United States of America. Um, And that's why we are very much looking forward to um, taking these all the way up to the United States Supreme Court. Well, all right. So that was going to be my next question. You guys sort of allude to that in the uh, concluding sentences of, of your press release here that you're going to take it to the Supreme Court. So it is, in fact, that what you're going to do? That is, in fact, what we're going to do. You know, I'm in D.C. right now. Uh, we came out here to kind of rally the troops and get everybody ready. We have a 90-day window to file for cert, and uh, we should be having a, a big group coming along with us. Um, you know, Jeff, this is not just bad for Oregon, but it's really bad for the country. Um, what this court is saying is that neither the state nor the union have any constitutional duty to get consent from the employees before they start taking their lawfully earned wages. And that is, it's, it's, it's the only word I can think of is absurd. Uh, if, if you or I, my friend, were to engage in this in the private sector, we would be in jail before the sun went down. And somehow the unions have managed to make this a part of their daily business practice. And the Ninth Circuit has just said that's okay. We're talking with Jason Dudash. He is the Oregon director of the Oregon Freedom Foundation. Uh, check out their website, freedomfoundation.com. Freedomfoundation.com. And, and you can look at all of the court cases that they're involved in taking on the unions and not just in Oregon, folks. Jason, if I understand you correctly, you guys are now in all 50 states. All 50 states. That sure is correct. It's been a wild ride, but it's been a lot of fun. Wow. And that's important because so far in Oregon, you have denied 
millions and millions of dollars in union dues that are staying in the pockets now of government workers. And that money, millions of dollars, is no longer going to leftist Democrat politicians anymore, is it? That's correct. And, you know, that's that's why the work we're doing is so important, Jeff, because as we all know, and as the last two years particular have highlighted, uh, government unions are the number one funder of radical leftist politicians and groups in the country. Um, they gave this puppet president in the White House over $76 million to get him elected. And ultimately, that's our taxpayer dollars that are finding their way back into the political system and that are going to 99.9% of political contributions by government unions go to Democrats. Uh, you know, even if a, a union can argue they're trying to represent the interests of their members, 99.9% of public employees do not vote Democrat. Uh, their voter makeup of, of public employees is essentially the same as the voter makeup of the state. Um, but that just shows that the real agenda of the unions isn't to represent the interests of their employees. It's to advance their own political agenda. Uh, you know, we can talk about the teachers unions right now that seem to be in the yes. news every day. And we find out just how integral their role in our school shutdowns were. Uh, Jeff, the NEA last year, the nation's largest teachers union, they collected over $233 million in union dues from teachers in 2021. Do you want to take a guess at just how much of that money was spent on anything remotely connected to representing teachers and education? The number was 8%. 8% of that money, just wow. $32 million. Over wow. half of their budget was spent on left-wing politics and ideologies uh, lobbying around the country. That's because teach, uh, teachers' unions don't give a damn about teachers. They don't give a damn about our students. They don't give a damn about education. They have an agenda, and it's a very destructive one for this country, which is why our work to get teachers to opt out of that union and get out of that system is so important. Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, for so many reasons. This is, you know, the unions didn't used to be quite this radical, did they? What happened? Yeah, that's, I ask myself that question every day. Um, you know, I think it's, it's just power and, and money corrupts everything. Um, I, I would argue that the, the unions that we have today, particularly the, the big government unions that we're dealing with, Jeff, um, they have zero semblance to what unions were originally created to be. Uh, government unions today serve one purpose, and that is to act as a political slush fund for the left. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Jason, we're at the end of our time. Thank you so much. Uh, appreciate you taking a little bit of your time. I hope you guys plan well, put together good arguments, make your arguments to the Supreme Court. I hope the Supreme Court takes your case. Well, thank you so much. I sure hope so, too. Jason Dudash, Oregon Freedom Foundation. Again, go to their website, folks. I support them financially, and you should, too. They're doing incredible work. Freedomfoundation.com. Freedomfoundation.com. They're in all 50 states. Just click on Oregon, and uh, away we go. Jason, thank you. Be safe out there in D.C. la-la land. Um, Dale uh, was is really upset at what he heard from Freddie about Freddie's conversation, if you will, of Bill Post, who's an old friend of mine, radio broadcaster, used to have a talk show on this radio station, calling anybody who votes for Betsy a traitor to the country. 
including combat veterans. That's just stunningly bad. And Bill, you should not have said that. And yeah, if you got a group of 70 combat veterans who are going to vote for Betsy and they want to meet with you, maybe you ought to do that. Maybe you ought to just say, you know, I, I sort of misspoke there. I got a little passionate. Let's go to the next caller. Caller, good morning. Who are you? What's on your mind on Freedom Friday? Morning, Jeff. It's Rich. Morning. Hi, Rich. Oh, I got three or four things real quick. Things to ponder. Why does a DAS manager live in Hawaii and get flown back in for meeting? Why does an Oregon Department of Corrections HR manager live in Arizona and doesn't have to show up here? Next thing is, I stumbled into this by accident at a paint store. Uh, they're starting to repaint the governor's mansion. So my question to myself was, who picked the colors? The next thing is... <laughs> yeah, wait, uh, wait a second. Are, are there going to be all kinds of rainbow colors there, you mean? Well, it kind of looks at, you know... I, I can I can do a deep dive into security and say it's because they already know who the governor is, or she painted the house so bad nobody can stand it. <laughs> Love you, Rich. That's pretty good. Resting followers stay on the line. Freedom Friday. Okay. Back in I got another one for you. All right, hang on. I'll get you on the other side of the. No, that's not Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is 10 minutes till the top of the hour. We'll get to the rest of our calls. Got to go back to Rich. Rich, go. Yeah, so on the house painting, the strange thing to me is, why are they repainting the house? She's still there. The color choices, who made those? Or is her house inside painted so bad that everybody's got to change the paint? And last but not least... Uh, Salem Hospital Business Group has been slowly scarfing up as much small doctor groups as they can for the last, oh, six years. So it seems like this one pay thing has been coming as a deal. Yeah, that can't be good. That's monopolistic, and uh, that yeah. means prices are you know, going you know, up and services yeah, are going down. Yeah, the only other thing, too, is that uh, I take umbrage to bill post also and i'd be more than willing to talk to him about who's a traitor and who's inciting traitorous things like himself yeah i gotta tell you it's uh you know bill's an old friend of mine this is deeply disappointing to me to have him say such a thing i can see him criticizing those of us who support betsy over christine but to call guys like you 
who went to war, traitors, is beyond the pale. And well, he needs to be especially when we, like Fred says, uh, signed up to do what we could. And what did Bill Post do? I don't think Bill ever served, to be honest with you. And well, I, I think he needs to be very careful about what he says. Rich, thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. Appreciate your, all, yeah. your thoughts. Um, going up real high. All right. Yeah, keep us surprised, by the way, on the color of the governor's mansion as things change. Freedom, heating, and air can keep you warm. It's a kind of a foggy morning out there. We're going to have more of them. We're, even though we got some heat coming, if your HVAC system ain't working, call them. They'll come out and they'll get it fixed for you right away. It's one of the things they do best. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Check out their website, freedomheatingandair.net. Freedomheatingandair.net. We'll go to Glenn. Glenn, good morning. Yeah, Jeff, you got a lot of good callers. And a lot of good people working on the field, on on your program and uh, for the network. I said a few months ago, if not last year, very possible that the war that will come before the election, so that we will not have an election. And Trump's message, when he said that the prospects of World War Three keep keep him up at night and his claims about Ukraine and what happened in Afghanistan, he's also concerned that he does not want Putin to take the bait on Nord Stream 1 and 2 and get involved with a war. It's, it's ugly. But if we do this, they're going to call off the election. And it's somewhat what we planned, saw months and months ago. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, you know, I, I, it's not beyond um, the pale to think that there's an interesting piece, and and I'm gonna let you go, Glenn, because I want to uh, bring Bruce on in a moment here. But there's an interesting piece today in the Federalist about did it's not out of line to think that Joe Biden. Here's the headline. It's not crazy to think Biden sabotaged the Nord Stream pipeline to deepen U.S. involvement in the Ukraine war. This is this is not out of the pale for leading to the scenario that Glenn just described, escalating it. And then using it as an excuse, you would have to impose martial law to do that. I, I just don't see how this would be good. Dale, the other Dale writes an email that I just watched the governor's debate. Betsy Johnson said she's for the Second Amendment. Then she said she's willing to raise the age to 21 to buy certain guns. She lost a lot of votes on that statement. There are 317,000 veterans in Oregon, 326,000 licensed hunters and thousands more gun owners. Tell Betsy we don't need any more gun bills, period. I think Drazen won the debate. This is the other Dale. Yeah, you know, uh, it's been 21 to buy a handgun since the 60s. I'm just saying. Julie writes an email. And Bruce, again, hang on, i get you in a second here. Republican politics? She says, first of all, Christine Drazen appeared on the Laura Ingram program last night. It was a cotton ball interview. The thing that struck me was how they used the term candidate. A photo of Kotech was shown. Betsy was ignored. 
Number two, the kerfluffle over the use of whitewash is petty and a waste of time. If you're still thin-skinned, get out. You can't play in the bigs and cannot fight issues such as the spectator of single pay. Amen. Number three, Medicare is not all it's cracked up to be. The rules of coverage are fluid. What is covered in June is not covered in July. You can be sure taxpayers will be paying for every illegal alien who comes to Oregon. I dare you to get a doctor's appointment the same month you are sick. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go to Bruce. Bruce, good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday to you and your listeners. You too. Hey, I just want to say your previous guest kind of left out the rest of the loop in the unions and that the Democrats and kick it back to the union. Yeah, they do. It's a huge kickback scheme. It's, it is so criminal. I just can't believe that it's actually allowed to happen. But then you look at the Ninth Circuit and especially Oregon courts, and it's really no surprise because they all truly are criminals themselves. Yeah, I, I will say this. In Oregon as a legislator... Uh, you have less opportunities to use your office to get rich. Although there is a Republican that I served with who's still serving, he's gotten quite rich on using his office. But it's not nearly as bad as it is in Congress. Congress, Bruce, they have exempted themselves from the stock trading insider trading laws. And you know what? It's criminal. They ought to go to jail. At least some of them. I, I agree. Anyway, happy. Hey, thanks, Bruce. So much appreciate you listening and to all of you out there. Thank you so much. Um, I, I just can't tell you how much we at this radio station and all of you, how much I appreciate all of you listening, even when we disagree. I deeply appreciate your thoughts. And I thank you for patronizing our advertisers like Righteous Renovations, Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com. ProBioscience, the natural way to relieve your pain and sleep better using CBD products. Go to HempAndCBDOutlet.com. HempAndCBDOutlet.com. Tom, I can't talk. Dot com. Get a 15% discount on anything you order through the month of September by using the discount code, the word school, 15% off. Thanks to Rebecca Donaldson, one of our great advertisers, a great real estate broker, best of the Willamette Valley. Call her 503-269-0747 or check out her website, rebeccasgothouses.com. And thanks to mypowerhonda.com. The Honda voter is just a great power Auto Group, MyPowerHonda.com. Pray for Christina Malima. Her trial begins Monday. This is an unjust prosecution and it needs to be thrown out. See you Monday.